Hi everyone. Uh, this is Vaishak here back, and uh, with me is Rohit. Hi everyone. Uh, there have been a lot of requests recently that we need to talk about the Liverpool season. Uh, there have also been a specific demand that Rohit should be the one speaking about it, uh, since he's the Premier League fan. Uh, let's go by that, Rohit. Share your experience of watching Liverpool over the recent years. Ha! Yes, it does hurt to you know speak about Liverpool, given I'm a Manchester United fan. But then, uh, given what they have achieved, it's fair enough to talk about how and what Liverpool has done this season. There is lots, uh, I would say, to talk about in like, uh, and it might take a three-hour session. But what I'm going to do now here is just give an overview of what the Liverpool season has been and what I feel are the key points that drove them to the title. Talking about it, I'll start off with what I found to be the primary or the most important part of their uh, success. That is having a good defense. Now, it's a very common saying that attack wins you match, defense wins you titles. And that's exactly what has happened here. If you remember, the Liverpool team of 13-14 missed the title by a whisker. And that is mainly due to their leaky defense. Uh, in that season, they had conceded 50 goals. Whereas this Liverpool team here, so far, have conceded only 25 goals. Even after the 4-0 drubbing by City. I think maybe 26-27 now, after the last couple of matches. And all this is after they won the title, they have started leaking a bit. So, but their defence through the season have been incredibly good. And that is mainly because they have some world-class players. First, Firstly, Virgil van Dijk. He's possibly the best centre-back in the world. I am claiming that. I don't know, maybe you can say there are better ones. But I feel for me personally, he's the best centre-back in the world. Robertson, similarly, also should be one of the best. I'm not claiming him to be the best, but he should be one of the best left-back in the world. Alexander Arnold may not be the best right-back in the world for now, in, like, in traditional terms. But what he contributed to the team as a package from the attacking and defending front makes him another world-class player. Uh, whereas Gomez and Matip, they have played as second centre-back, has always done their job well. And again, a lot of credit goes to Virgil van Dijk because he is the one who really transformed this uh, defensive line. He marshals the defensive line. He, you know, keeps uh, he ensures that the defense keeps their uh, keeps it packed. Now, uh, you know, having said all that, yes. Now I just named all the world class players. Yes, they are world class players. But it's one thing to have good defenders. The other is to use them well. As mentioned before. Uh, Alexander Arnold tend to go forward a lot. And the same with Robertson. Uh, these wingbacks provide the width and play as, say, you can call them pseudo-wingers. And this allows Mane and Salah to move inside. These wingbacks also have immense pace and stamina that they do make ru the runs up and down the wings throughout the match. You know That is something which I felt is extremely important in this Liverpool team. Day in, day out, the performance where they play 90 minutes and they run up and down the field throughout the match. You know, when I just put some numbers here, you know, Virgil van Dijk has played every single minute of the Premier League season so far. And also every minute of Champions League football. Alexander Arnold and Robertson, until recently, had started every match. And, you know, yes, Robertson was injured a couple of matches. Uh, and then we also gave, uh, I mean, they also gave... Uh, uh, opportunity to Nico Williams. Uh, so, that's the only reason why 
there was some rest for alexander arnold or robertson otherwise even they have played pretty much every single match or every single minute of uh, premier league and even in the champions league they have started seven of the eight matches they played so this consistency to play week in and on week out and perform at the level they have been is astonishing and uh, you know not, now that is defensive aspect as, as i was talking about how they play as pseudo wingers these defenders also contribute a lot to the attacking threats Uh, Alexander Arnold last season provided 12 assists in the league, which is a record. And this year he has already provided 12 assists. So you know we can expect him to break the record again in this coming two matches. And this year he also had scored three goals, which is an improvement from last year's one goal. And Robertson is not far behind. Uh, you know he last year had 11 assists. This year he is already on nine assists, and he also had, has added goals into his artillery. He has already scored two goals, just for information. And Virgil Van Dijk, uh, you know, yes, he is not the person who charges forward, but he, to his credit, has four goals and also assisted once in the season so far. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought you were a bit uh, doubting whether Virgil Van Dijk is the best centre back in the world or not, and I think uh, his, uh, I mean, uh, his performances in the recent have clearly uh, proved that he is the best centre back in the world, and. Uh, there aren't many good right backs in the world right now, and that's the reason why Trent Arnold is clearly the best right back in the world. But that's not the situation with Robertson. I agree. There are too many good left backs in the world. Uh, now coming to the defense, uh, I think you know uh, there is a huge hand behind that magnificent defense as well. You know that is Alison Baker. Uh, he has proved every penny worth of his transfer money, uh, especially considering you know the 2018 final was. Arguably lost because of a couple of goalkeeping errors by Carrier. Ah no no, I did not forget about that. Uh, that brings to me my second point, Alison. Oh yes, you're right. Yes, we shouldn't forget about Alison. This season, uh, due to injury and red card, Alison missed nine matches, and in those nine matches, they managed to keep only two clean sheets. Whereas, whereas the 25 matches he played, uh, 25 full matches he played, they have kept 13 clean sheets. So that shows the significance Allison has had on the uh, on the defense. So definitely, yes, he is an upgrade from uh, Carrius for sure. And if he was there in the 2018 Champions League, maybe they would have even won the Champions League then also. So, but anyways, yes, he is an upgrade. Now, uh, before I know, I start talking about the other players and other key impact. I want to start talking about. Uh, Jurgen Klopp and what he brought into Liverpool team and how he is the one who ensured that these pieces all fixed together. So let me take you back a bit. When Klopp came into England, that is in 2015-16. When Klopp came into England, uh, he came in as a successful manager from Borussia Dortmund, who had won titles there in a, in a competitive league with uh, Bayern Munich challenging. And what he had deployed there, I am I'm sure, Vaishak, you know very well, is. What they call as Gengen pressing or Gengen pressing, uh, you know that's immediate ball recovery style, and he brought that idea into Premier League also. Now, for viewers who are not aware of it, it's basically winning possession immediately, and he calls it. He says that it is it is not defensive tactic, but it is an attacking ploy, and that is what he brought into Premier League, and that's what he started deploying immediately. Back then, uh, the players at Klopp's disposal were not the most apt or capable of players. And in the in the four years from then, he has managed to slowly transform, or rather, bought players who fit the role. 
only three players from when he has joined still in the team is a reflection of that that how he has transformed the team the defenders and goalkeeper we talked about earlier were all players that fits into the system similarly the front three currently plays signify signifies this more than anything else you know when klopp came in uh, sturridge and benteke were the main strikers firmino was in the squad as an attacking midfielder uh, but then he quickly realized that you know to deploy his philosophy he needs players who works who are aligned with him and he found firmino as the best candidate for that even though he doesn't have the height to be a center forward he decided that firmino will be his number 9 and he even told in 2017 that firmino is the engine of the team no it's not every day you hear your striker to be the engine of the team but that is what firmino provided he split the field into two halves and that is what klopp wanted you know when we talk when i talk about firmino i'm very sure that uh, people will be saying that oh but you know this season uh, he did not perform well and you know his stats are poor yes i mean this is his stats i'm just putting it up there on screen uh, as you can see in 36 matches he has scored eight goals and five assists which for a number 9 at top side is well below uh, what is expected but then uh, you know he has been that link which has helped the two world class wingers or attackers or whatever you call it, classify mo sala and sadio mane he is that engine he is the link who connects this he is the one who ensures the system works properly without brazilian you know pulling the strings mo sala and sadio mane would not be able to flourish as they do now so and firmino is extremely unselfish at one and the point you know you will see a lot of times maybe he might not be the person who gives even the assist but he is the one who makes the key pass which leads to the assist he doesn't always make the shot he passes the ball when he has an opportunity so he is that unselfish behavior is something which really stands out for firmino and now when we talking about firmino i just mentioned about sadio mane and mo salah and yes definitely they are the big match winners of liverpool for sure and possibly the best pair in the world uh, their record speaks volume again a lot of credits go to klopp for developing them sadio mane was the first of the two klopp signed and he was signed to play an aggressive wide role who could stay high and run in behind back then coutinho was playing the left wing role so sadio was playing the right wing but then uh, signing of sala forced mane to move to the left and being a two footed player he adapted really fast and he prefers his right so when cutting into shoot it did work really well for him sala when signed there were still doubts over his ability to play in premier league after his failure to show his prowess in chelsea but then he did come with a bang into liverpool so much so that coutinho slowly became another player in the midfield i remember like you know uh, coutinho was that Uh, all in all uh, the engine of liverpool team 5 years back and by the introduction of mane and sala coutinho was just another player and you know the biggest reflection of that was the coutinho transfer it did not even impact liverpool and that really shows how much impact sala and mane had and even firmino and you know i do not want to talk about how what they have done or where they have you know shown there are so many examples of how well they can link how well these three connect and there have been so many counter attackings those counter attacks are good reflections on how well these players link anyways coming towards sala's uh, numbers this year sala has scored 19 goals in this calendar year and he is on target to reach his last year tally of 22 pl goals and possibly even the golden boot is you know within his reach 
with two matches to go uh, he needs to catch up with jimmy wardy who is on 23 now so it's a stretch but it's still possible sadio mane last year was going toe to toe with sala and he was up there with sala this year too until recently before sala decided to just pull away uh, so having such a pot- potent uh, front three is obviously one of the main reasons why liverpool have been winning the title comfortably and that's very clear anyways uh, something which we overlook we know that yes uh, these, these three are important uh, the defense line yes we know they are world class players but one thing we always overlook is the midfield you know with so many attacking players and wing backs that go forward the midfielders have played key roles in ensuring that defensive line is protected and at the same time the link up to the front three is there fabino henderson and vinaldum have been that solution try for liverpool so far this season very often you will see that you know when alexander arnold runs forward to support sala uh, henderson effortlessly covers that right wing you know he tracks back he stays there so that's something which just shows and you know uh, he also had a couple of years back klopp had tried him to play him as a defensive midfielder and you know even though it is not his well most suited role he adapted to that role too so again someone who is a flexible player very important and talking about henderson henderson is also over the liverpool fans call it the uh, captain leader legend i don't know whether he's a legend uh, but definitely he has been a inspiring leader similarly uh, you know you will find fabino sitting in between the two center backs so when there is when when you see van dijk moving forward or when you see van dijk and gomez coming forward you will see fabino easing into the uh, you know easing in between the two center backs and even to go forward they are not very shy uh, recently very recently there was an assist of fabino to robertson the quality in that assist was world class so even to go forward they do have you know talent and they can go forward and i think uh, maybe 3 4 weeks back fabino had a long range shot against i think it was against crystal palace and that shows that you know he has shooting boots also and he can be a threat going forward but they do well good defensive cover and that is what's required for the liverpool team and i really do not think they should be judged by mere numbers of attacking returns because they do much more than that now uh, having a wonderful team and a manager yes these are general key ingredients to you know to win a premier league title but you know that doesn't always result in a premier league winning team because you need much more than that you need a drive you need to hang in and win those tough matches uh, as a man fan i very clearly remember alex ferguson's united was famous for scoring those last minute winners and the current liverpool team even if they did not require to to do that often as how ferguson's team used to do but when required definitely they have stepped up and scored those important goals late in the games to win matches late winners against wolves spurs norwich west ham even against united at old trafford now that shows their resilience and even last year even when they did not win the uh, premier league they missed out by a point they had put their up and they had you know fought and won matches in the very last minute so this combination of all these points i feel is why liverpool has won the title this year and just talking about winning title i just also want to mention they have broken a lot of records on the way also so yes the first title win in 30 years and it came with a bang so here here are a few of the records they have broken 
you know when they started the season off that starter season was incredible 61 points in the tw- first 21 matches you know that itself was a record that is the highest points accumulated by that stage in any top 5 european leagues and they even extended to 79 points in 27 matches that was just wow uh, liverpool then set the record for 104 points from 38 premier league games and previously city used to have that record and city and chelsea were having the record 102 and now liverpool has set the record uh, most home wins in a row of uh, row of 24 uh, so that's an under record then he won the liverpool won the titles with what seven games spare earliest team has won the pl title uh, so another record i think earlier it was manchester united and uh, city with five so Yes, there are, I, I'm sure there are many more records, but these are at least some key records. And they would have easily uh, overhauled the most Premier League points also. But then the post-title performance was slightly under par. And that is understandable. When you win a title after 30 years, you might have some hangover. The scary part for the rivals is that this is not something that happened out of the blue. They had a tremendous 2018-19 season and missed out on the league title only by a point. And they did win the CL uh, Champions League that season. Uh, so with the team and the players at the peak of their powers this domination can continue but the biggest challenge will be what happens if the key players start getting injured the bench is remotely untested and i also heard recently that you know players are now wanting to move players who are not getting opportunity they are wanting to move uh, i forgot the left back's name but the long term or the left back replacement for robertson I do not remember his name but I heard he is he is not he is not signing a contract with Liverpool he is a youngster who is 19 years old uh Milner as you know is pretty much on his last leg uh Shakiri has shown you know that he is he wants first team action and he might move away if first team action opportunities are provided so there is some doubts on the bench strength so it is very important for this Liverpool team to be successful that they need their first team to be full strength and not injured throughout the season as they have done for the last couple of years anyways if you are a liverpool fan there's definitely more than hope and that next year also can be your year and anyway, one thing for sure this has been a record breaking season for liverpool and more importantly for the liverpool fans they have won the premier league title after a long break um, okay viewers uh, this has been a very long view, uh, video uh, Uh, let us know your comments we would like to hear from you about the experience of watching liverpool this season uh, as a football fan even better if you are a liverpool fan we would really like to hear from you uh, if you like our content do support us by liking the video sharing with friends and subscribing to the channel that's all from us until next time stay safe